What is up, entrepreneurs and business owners? Welcome back to the Stronger Business Podcast. We have an amazing repeat, repeat <laughs> guest today. We're flying solo in the studio. She That's does right. not have her co-founder business partner with her today. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to talk about a lot of things, business, a lot of things in the action side of business and entrepreneurship. Um, one of my favorite, absolute favorite people in the entire world has helped me in my business, has made me laugh over and over and over with her Instagram posts and text messages that I get at random. It's so amazing. <laughs> She's a confidence and business coach for female founders. She is a business educator and co-founder of Business Reboot. Melissa Pepin, welcome yes. to the podcast. Look at us. Shall I say welcome back to the podcast? Yes, this is my favorite place to be. It's not in a closet. That's really hey, some of the my bonus. funnest episodes have been with you in a closet. As, <laughs> That's right. As That's crazy right. as that sounds, I'm still happily married. You're still happily That's married. Right. And so it y'all don't out. take it out it of context. Out. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. We it like to talk out. business in closets. Your you know? wife's been there. It's fine. And, and, and I told, I swear, I told somebody this last week, I think your closet acoustics are better than my fancy swanky That's studio good. over I love here. That. So. I love, well, now I've, I um, put my mic on my desk and I just wrap a giant blanket around it. So that's really. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm picturing a desk in your closet. Am no, I right no. about that? Oh, no, we, no. We, this I've is like a bit. I've moved into the living room. We got half a living room space now with a desk and. And then just wrap a blanket around it. You're doing it. a podcast wrapped in a blanket? I do. I have to put the dog away. Is the blanket it's around you? No, no. Well, sometimes it's, it's cold, but Chad, the, I wrap it around. It's to <laughs> absorb the sound, really. it's. I got my mic on Amazon. It's not really <laughs> that great. It's fine. After We're this fine. this episode, I don't have Elizabeth Holder's blankets. <laughs> the next podcast just lay them out. Lay them out. Do you turn the air down or do you <laughs> keep it going with temperature? I didn't think about that. Now I'm thinking about that. But I did find that I can mute it. <laughs> Welcome back to the cozy Stronger <laughs> Business Podcast. <laughs> I love it. This is not Except the for, content I just need to, I need to mention today. that. Did you just see that commercial that came on the screen in your office? <laughs> I did not. It was like a I Midas commercial. Listen, I'm an accountant. So good. I don't pay well, for ad-free YouTube. All so. I know <laughs> is that the ad was just like a family with no shirts on, just like, but men, like hairy chest. I was like, what are we doing? What's happening in here? We're talking about blankets, and then, okay. It knows its audience. It does. We're here. It's good. <laughs> yes, let's talk. Yes, to watch this beautiful beach scene in the That's studio, right. you had to watch seven minutes of ads first. <laughs> we're going to continue to do that until the this. podcast makes more That's money. Right. That's right. We're, we're going to have such a fun episode today. Um, if it's anything like these first two minutes, it's going to be amazing. And so I'm super excited. You are doing all sorts of things, business coaching space. Uh, y'all are doing some one-on-one coaching. Y'all do historically do some retreats, some masterminds, different things. And mm-hmm. our city just like in tune with what entrepreneurs and business owners need, especially like female entrepreneurs and business owners. That's your specialty. Mm-hmm. And like one of the things we we're talking about, and we see so much, I see from my side, y'all see from your side of a lot of people you're helping, helping grow and scale and figure out how to make more money and live their dream life, which is the goal for all of us. I think a big piece of that is is taking action. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people right now where I feel like the world is like so like content, course, pay for stuff heavy of read a book, read this book, sign up for this, do this course, do this mastermind, do this retreat, come to this summit. Um, that stuff is, there's so much of that, which is so awesome and amazing. But if you're only absorbing the content mm-hmm. and you're not taking action or you're not leaving there with a plan to really put where the rubber meets the road, like do the work, it's just not going to translate anything. You can't just... Sh- show up and listen to content and change your life. Um, what 
I want to dive in and unpack that more from what you and Corey are seeing from y'all's side of business reboot, what's your experience with clients, and let's just try to talk to our audience today and help them figure out how to how to take what they're learning or, or take where they're spending their money to grow and put it into action or figure out how to get more bang for their buck. Right. You know, they, you know about the, the products that sell the most? It's the ones that are available <laughs> to purchase. <laughs> so <clears throat> I have a lot of uh, people that, that I see. Though. I know. Like I see a lot of people who have really big ideas. And I think that we – I'm going to say a couple of things that are like unpopular opinion – um, but none of us are special. And I know we want to be. We want to be special. We want mm-hmm. our dreams and our goals. And like, But we're not the only ones with our dreams and goals. Now, mind you, we're the only ones with it in, in the manner in which we have it. Like, in, And they, the dreams and goals can look different for the individual. But um, you got big dreams, big goals. So do I. And that's it's one is not better than the other. But if you're actually moving to do something to make that dream or goal happen, like that's going going to be the differentiator. And I know that a lot of people, like they they have these, and I said dreams and goals like eight times. Take a shot every time I say it. Just one more time. I'm kidding. But um, but but they <laughs> have these. The <laughs> that's right. They have these these big plans and these big things that you know that feel big to them, um, and they'll talk about it all day long, but they don't do anything about it. And um, that's not going to create any change. And and I think, too, like when we talk about building out the life that you love, that doesn't have to be some, you know, beautiful Instagram-worthy, picturesque, anything. It's like whatever feels like success to you, let that be the thing that you chase. And in order to get to it, you have to do stuff to make it happen. You know, I just was talking about it today on Instagram um, with my community about how um, if you sign yourself up to do something big and you're bold enough to put it out there in the world and to say it, you got to expect that you're going to come, you know, to some roadblocks. You're going to have some challenges. And if you aren't willing to, you know, push through those challenges, then you need to ask yourself is if this is all worth it. Um, but a, the truth is, is a lot of people say, well, it's not worth it. And that's not a bad thing. Like some some things are not going to be worth the amount of time that it would take for me to get get them, and so I say let's just lay those aside and we'll deal with it later. Or maybe my dream morphs and changes, but the truth of it is, is if we're not willing to put the action behind the words, then that product's just going to sit in our brain, and if you don't do it, someone else will. All right, I love this. I love how you kick this off with, "Hey, sorry to break it to you, you're not anything special." I mean, you are. I mean, you are. Your mama loves you and thinks you're special. But you're not. Everybody has ideas. Right. Everybody, you know, can take action. (laughs) Everybody can figure things out. It's just, are you willing to do it or not? Or are you currently doing it or going to do it? I love that. Um, I, I have that from a different perspective, which really held me back for a long time. I didn't necessarily think I was special. I thought my problems were unique. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know that a, a coach can relate to me because I have all of these problems and I'm in the tax world. Like how is a coach going to help fix my tax problems or how is this course or conference or material going to help me when I got my own problems I've created? I'm, I'm special and different in my problems and mm-hmm. people, I don't know how to fix my problems. I have someone else know how to fix my problems. So mm-hmm. for me, that helped me back a long time. And then once I, I don't know what made me do it, but once I decided to pursue coaching and especially one-on-one coaching, figured out my problems are pretty easy to fix for other people whether they know anything about kind of what's going on in my day-to-day business. Um, but also on that side, you know, with, you know, we, we are unique and special in our talents and skills and how we communicate and, and, and who we are inside of that with our relationships, but our, our problems and 
the path to success is not unique mm-hmm. and special. It it works, and there's things that work. Um, you know, when when we look at that from an entrepreneur or business standpoint, probably the biggest question I have is in order to start this journey for somebody or somebody struggling with taking action, do they have to know what they want in life? Do they have to know that outcome? Do they have to know that dream life? Do they have to know what that goal is? Or can they just start and figure it out as they go? Mm-hmm. I, I I think you start and figure it out as you go. But I also, I mean, you have to have some semblance of I want things to be different. Mm-hmm. Or you have to have some semblance Ooh, of impact. Running away from something right, or towards something. Right, some, uh, some kind of impact. Two, right, impact yeah. that you want to make. And uh, and I do think, you know, one, not every coach is for everybody, and don't let them lie to you and say that they are. Um, but I, I think, too, what I have realized from – because most of the women that I serve with my individual coaching, they are solopreneurs or they have really small teams. The women and men that we serve with Business Reboot, they're a gamut of industries. It used to be, you know, just photographers, and then it morphed into creative entrepreneurs, and then it morphed into we've got bricks and mortars and, you know, electricians and, like, all kinds of uh, service industries that are working with us through coaching and our mastermind. And um, I will tell you that whether you are the CEO of a hospital or you, you know, sell candles by yourself out of your basement, you need to hear the same thing. <laughs> it is the same words. And I don't care if you make two figures or 17 figures. Like it is, it's the same thing. And I think that that, that we will get so scared of our own deficiencies that it'll stop us from progressing because um, we are afraid of what we don't know. Just start. Like, I mean, it, it sounds really simple because uh, I've done it several times. But um, but if you haven't yet and you're waiting, like what is holding you back is it's more than likely your own pride because you don't want to show up not knowing. <laughs> and uh, sometimes you just have to show up not knowing because everything under the sun is figure outable, and um, it shouldn't stop you from. Now, now I would say that, and Corey, my business partner, will <laughs> message me and be like, "You a lie." Because I will anxiety nap. There are things that I'm like, oh, I don't know that. I think I need to take a nap. And I turn into Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, like running through the flower field where I just want to go to sleep. Um, but, um, you know, I think I really do think that everything, everything you can figure out. And if you don't know it, somebody else does. And especially when you're working with a coach, if they don't know it, they know where to find it. <laughs> and and uh, Chad, I'm not going to sleep right now. I'm not going to go to sleep. <laughs> it's I'm laughing because we all have, like, I guess our, like, ways we disconnect or go deal with stress or how mm-hmm. to figure out how to figure things out. For you, it's napping. I just fall asleep. For me, right it's on. like house chores or manual labor. Like, oh. this this happened this week. Like, this happened, like, two nights ago for me. I had a lot of crazy stuff going on. I mean, I'm, like, five days behind on emails I've got a really complicated work situation. I'm trying and you're to like, Lauren, have you seen these baseboards? <laughs> oh, no, it's even worse. It's even worse. Listen to this train wreck of like a series of events. And so it's like 9 o'clock at night, and I'm like, I need to go deal with the emails. And then i got this business sale going on. i got to figure this stuff out. And like this, I don't know the answer, but i got to get this done so this client can help sell his business. All these things. I'm like, I need to go upstairs to the office and like spend a couple hours working. And for some reason, I'm like, I'm like getting some water to go upstairs. I'm like... Man, the bottom of this fridge sure is dirty. Oh, so I get out my flashlight and peek under the fridge. <laughs> Don't do that. No. You're like Especially a if you've lived in the same midnight. house for 15 years with two dogs and three cats. Bad idea. Okay. Apparently, refrigerators. That left went into some Google searches. Oh. Um, apparently, refrigerators have coils. 
It doesn't cool well if the coils are dirty. Our coils were very dirty. So I clean coils on the refrigerator for an hour. I'm so proud of myself. And then I notice while I'm down there, I'm like, man, we got all these little dings and like dog scratches in our hardwood floors. So you took a pen to them? I did. Of course you did. Now I have a furniture <laughs> polishing pen. I'm crawling around my living room on my hands and knees. It's like 1130 at night. I'm so proud of myself. Like I'm so happy. And I'm like, oh, that business, That's you, know, that, That's good. you know, it's only like a like multi-multi-million dollar sale going on. I'm supposed to be That's helping somebody. I'm like, oh, I'm fine. out here like painting my floors. That's great. So, I love that. Yeah, yes. It's, uh, it's, so, I, I get your like anxiety naps. That's right. I All love right. that. So, and I know we're, this, I think this is where this connects here, where we're talking a lot about coaching and, and mm-hmm. community and coaching, how that comes into play with taking action. I think the biggest thing for me and where these connect and why we're starting here, not saying everybody needs coaching, everybody has to get – well, let me back up. Everybody needs coaching. Everybody it's kind of like coaching. therapy. You need coaching. Yeah. There's a we're, – we're, I hate to sell both of our services here, I but I am. There's right. an 80% chance of failure in business and entrepreneurship. 80%. 20% right. is going to succeed. You find a good coach and a good accountant, you reverse that. everything. I think you got like a 90% chance of success. Mm-hmm. So I believe in coaching. Um, but I think the reason it's so important in this conversation that taking action is it creates accountability. Mm-hmm. If I got to show up for coaching the next week or I got to show up to community the next week or entrepreneurs or other people I'm involved in, no matter what it is, and I got to say, oh, hey, I didn't do shit. Yeah. I right. was like, I don't want that to be me. Who wants to be back in that position? Nobody. I agree. Right. So it just holds you accountable to taking action. And I think that's the biggest that just do it, that take action, just get started is probably the biggest separation between successful business and entrepreneurship and people just rambling around with ideas and anxiety. And well, I wish I would have, yeah. or I should have done this, or oh. Right. I think there's a lie, at least on the online space, that says that everybody can be an entrepreneur. No, they can't. No, it's not. Mm-mm. Lie. Lie. Because you don't want to. You don't. I, <laughs> It is a it is, it is a, a sickness. Oh, it is a disease. You will it be is. on the floor, crawling around on your hands and knees, painting floors at midnight, and and feeling pretty good about yourself. It's <laughs> <laughs> the greatest thing you've That's ever so done. So good. I am avoiding everything. No, but but it's true because you you know. And it, I remember having a conversation with one of my husband's colleagues, and um, we were talking about things for him and what he does at his work and like and moving up and all the things. And she said, oh, well, I want to talk about you. I would never do what you do. You, I have to depend on myself for my paycheck. And I was like, well, I'd want to die if I were in your spot. And it's so funny because <laughs> it does get glamorized, but I can't think of anything else that I would want to do that makes me more excited than being an entrepreneur. And um, it is not for the faint of heart. Like you have to really want it. You have to know that that failure is not a character trait. <laughs> you have to know that um, starting over is going to take humility and you just eat that humble pie and let it taste as good as it can until you move on. And you have to be willing to keep going, even when it's hard. Like the whole not give up thing, um, the people who succeed are the ones that don't give up. Well, I mean, it's true. And um, and I think that it's really, it is a, it is a big decision to decide that you want to be an entrepreneur. Um, and I want it for everybody. I feel like everybody should do it, but it's not for everybody. I agree. And I think it comes back to you either better know your goals or what you're running after, or you better know what you're running away from or or, or what you're trying to fix. Or, Ooh, and or, if you don't believe in what you do, nobody else will. Yeah. Or nobody either, won't. I think for me, this was this was something that drove me for a long time. 
you just want to be really freaking next level good at something. Mm-hmm. And like you care so much about being really great at something that that pushes you. But I think you've got to find that. And I think you got to find some sort of accountability in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I This is something I think we should do at some point. Mm-hmm. And by should do, I mean we should do like this week. Okay. And, or one of us do it or we I'm both in. do it. I think there should be like an entrepreneurial contract. Uh-huh. Like it's not for the faint of heart. People don't quite know what they're getting into or quite realize the commitment or even honoring that commitment once they get into it and it gets hard. There should be like a contract. Be like, I want to be a business owner entrepreneur. I right now am saying I'm initialing beside each one of these terms. Mm-hmm. And it's like 15 things. It's yeah. like, it, it's it's pretty brutal. It's yeah. pretty harsh. And it is. You got to be like, all right, I'm signing up for this and I'm voluntarily doing it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like going to, I don't know, Navy SEAL for right. business or something. <laughs> right. Well, and, and you have to... Uh, you, which is hard when people especially are starting out and they're looking at it. I remember my first day, the very first business I opened was as a photographer. And the very first day that I shot a wedding, I remember I shot one wedding in Augusta, one wedding in Athens, and then an event in Atlanta. And when I got in the car at the end of the night, I had $900 in my hand. And I was like, look at God, won't he do it? And I thought I had arrived. <laughs> going to do this forever. I was like, yes. And little did I know I had basically paid these people to let me come work for them for all day. And, um, and that money felt like this could be so amazing. Well, let me just break it to you. The longer you do something, the less attractive the money is. You have to want it. You have to want to feel the way that you do when you're serving people. And it, it becomes so much more about impact. Um, and I feel like that's the clients that I'm calling in for my individual business with Corey and I, you want to make more revenue. That's what we want for you. And we will help you ideate and create offers and pivot. And like, that's our, you know, uh, like magic over there. But for me, it's like, I, I want you to make the money. I want, I want money in the hands of good people all day long, but I want you to feel good. And I want you to make impact. And if you don't want that outside of just cash, business is going to be real hard. It's going to be real hard. There's a, there's a lot of ways to make money. Oh yeah. And you, here's, here's the secret. Everyone listen to this. Um, You never um, lose your ability to do that (laughs) because I know for myself, if everything fell apart for me. Well, guess what? I will be working at the Waffle House and I will be the waitress on the news who's like, oh my gosh, this waitress blew this Waffle House up because it's amazing. And y'all would know my name because I'll be on the news serving people at Waffle House. Like I just, I think that if you're going to be good at something, you can be really good at it no matter what it is. And you never lose your ability to shine while you're serving. It doesn't matter where it is. Like you're going to be able to do that. And, uh, And so it takes a lot of the fear out of the way. All right. We have listeners really excited right now. Mm-hmm. They're ready. They have an idea to do something, to start something, to make something better, to add something to their business, to to grow something. Back to taking action. Where did they start? How do we how do how do people take this next step in really going from idea or desire? To action, because obviously to find out if it's going to work or not, mm-hmm. you got to take action. It may or may not work, right? It, it may not work, and then you ideate, times. and then you do it, right? Yes. So, um, but what is yeah. the first step they should take to turn that into action? You tell no one. <laughs> 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 you just treasure it in your heart, like Mary from the Bible. No, um, I taking just a page out of Sarah Blakely's book. You know, the founder of Spanx. She says, "I I did the work to create the thing that I wanted to make all by myself for like a year and a half." She said, "I didn't tell anybody." Um, because remember what I said a minute ago, if you don't do it, someone else will, Oh, we will tell our stuff and then get real mad when somebody goes and does something similar. Um, 
I'm not saying that you should just like completely cover up what you're doing and not let anybody in. Just tell the people that you really trust. And truthfully, I believe you should find a coach that can help you where you're at. <laughs> I know it's an investment, but business costs money. Like nothing, nothing is free. Everything free costs someone something. It just might not be you. And so I think that you find somebody that you can trust and then you have a conversation with them. And if you don't know how to take the first step, like say you're creating a product, um, you don't know how to do that and you want to meet with manufacturers or you want to talk to somebody that knows, like investigate people around you who have done what you want to do and ask for their help. This is not like comparison price shopping and setting your price list to mimic people in your town. This is you going, I have this product that I really believe in and I don't know how to do it. And so just ask questions. Like you got to ask questions. Y'all Google is your friend. Um, Casey Jackson, she's the founder of the company who makes my fake eyelashes. Um, and she uh, she's in Kansas City and she is going to be on our podcast soon. And she said that when she wanted to know how to make uh, like strip eyelashes into segments, and she's like patent pending the first one to ever do it like this. Um, she said, I just had to go to Google because no one anywhere had done it before. And I didn't know where to ask. So I just went to Google and then I found a manufacturer and I just showed up and I just asked questions. And so you have to be willing to not be the expert. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah you got to Figure it out. And mm-hmm. by figure it out means you got to learn as you go and you got to Google a bunch of stuff. I still Google stuff every day yeah, right yeah, now sure. in my business. And I'm 20 something years into this, 25 years into this thing. Um, I love that. I love that piece of advice on how to take action, how to get started. I also think probably step two, tell me if you agree with this, you've got to get whatever you're selling or creating or servicing, you got to sell it to somebody. And you had to get some sort of feedback on did mm-hmm. it accomplish the goal that you were trying to achieve with whatever that product or business or service is. Every single business has some sort of sales and some sort of deliverable. Mm-hmm. You've got to make that first sale and provide that first deliverable and get feedback. Now, it doesn't have to be perfect. You could sell it for half price. You could sell, It could be beta. Whatever it is. I think the action item is getting that into somebody's hand, turning your idea into a sellable vehicle of some sorts and a deliverable of whatever that product or service is. And it, in a perfect situation, is to your ideal customer. And then get that feedback. And, mm-hmm. and that's a good starting point, I think, of, okay, you've took two steps of action. Um, what are your other thoughts on before that, after that. Yeah. Uh, I think don't be afraid of the beta. I think that we get afraid that we don't. People are scared to death of beta. <coughs> they they thought, are, oh, it's, and I'm very it's not much, finished. It's not right, perfect. It's right. not, oh, I can't tell people it's beta. Right. Or I don't want to do this for free. Well, duh, nobody, none of none of us <laughs> do. Like, hello, we're here to make money. But I, And I would, it would be so hypocritical of me to say, don't charge money for this when I would never recommend that to my clients. I think people way undercharge. We have had that conversation 100%. multiple times. 100%. Um, Everybody undercharge. I know. And so um, I always say charge, but I will say you have to, um, no matter how far along you are in your head, you have to look at an actual timeline. <laughs> and if nobody knows you and knows that this is the greatest thing that they could have ever had for their business or for their their person, like if it whatever your product is or your services, um, they have to get to know you. And so start telling your story while you're creating that product. And then don't be afraid to beta test it, discount it, give something away to get feedback because that's going to be 
um, that's going to be the game changer. Your business 10 years in should not look like it did as far as pricing, as far as structure, as far as schedule, as far as any anything, the same that it did on day one. It should all morph and change. Your goals should change. Um, and so this isn't permanent. Like, I think I think that's the other thing when it comes to action steps. Yeah, people get afraid. People back. Yeah, yeah, people get afraid because they feel like every decision they make is going to be permanent. And unless it's, you know, a tattoo or a prison sentence, like, it's not permanent. You, you ain't got to... You're not stuck there. So every single thing, it can be a temporary season, and you just move and you grow, and we should expect that of ourselves. So Not only expect it, I can guarantee it. Mm -hmm. Before you reach success in your business, it is going to change 10 to 15 times at a minimum compared to what you thought. If you don't look back and cringe and go, oh, "Oh my God. I'm sweating just looking back through Uh, pictures. Yeah, right. You're going to go down so many roads and end up in places you never dreamed you'd you'd have been and don't even want to be. Right. Like, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. So it's, it is, I, I love that. Now, when it comes to action, we talked, we were talking earlier before the podcast on, there's so many things available for every, I mean, we're in Athens, but mm-hmm. there's so many things locally available that people don't utilize. There's, there's community, there's coaching, there's everything, every type of support system or outsourcing you need in your business. I guarantee you it's local for everybody. But for some reason, that's not being tapped into. People mm-hmm. are are searching for something that's online or way off or entrepreneurs and groups in other cities. And it, there's so many things available, especially in a town like Athens, the size right. we are. Right. Uh, you know, it's funny. I have a, a couple of clients who are here that I serve with coaching, and we still do all of our calls on Zoom <laughs> because I'm like, you can we can be as far apart as we need to because especially in coaching, it requires a lot of vulnerability, and I'm sure. not a therapist, and you don't want to sit in my living room and cry, and so we're just going to work it out on the internet, and it'll be great. But um, no, there there is, and I think that I think that um, the amount of business that we have here. And especially with the type of community we have where it's very transient and it's like, you know, we have access to UGA. We have access to a large school system. We have access to some big hospitals. Like there there are so many resources here um, that I think could, you know, they're probably way underutilized. But I, I also think, too, just in the era of being online, like there are people who are really good at marketing and who are really good at social media and um it will make you feel like you should go completely outside of your area if you're going to get something that's quality. And that is trash because there's really good stuff here (laughs) and really good coaches here. Um, But, I mean, my clients are all over. But I do think think that it would be awesome to work with some more women and businesses here in Athens. It's so refreshing. I feel like when you go online, there's 85% bullshit. Oh, smoke and mirrors. Like everywhere. Right. And so, like, you're, start, you're already always questioning everything or trying to find mm-hmm. out, is, is this really true or is this really successful or should I sign up for this or is this just really good marketing or is it a scam? It's so refreshing when you engage in business stuff locally mm-hmm. because it's 99.9% authentic and you, you're right. not sorting through all that. Like, I could, it, I could not recommend enough to every business entrepreneur out there. Like, it's uncomfortable it's hard, but that's how you build skills. That's mm-hmm. how you polish the tools you need to be a good business owner and how you get better at what you do. Go to chamber events. Get engaged if you're trying to sell and grow something, maybe a BNI. Go, go to stuff that's happening with comp- local conferences or meetups. Or there's so 
Every community has so many different groups of entrepreneurs and business owners meeting around something or doing something. It it may be a ribbon cutting. It may be a conference. It may be the SBDC. Mm-hmm. It may be going and sitting down with an accountant or CFO or CPA to look at your right. financials. Like going to meet in person or going to be around other business owners or other people in your local community, I think is so huge because you get surrounded by people that are in the same place you are. And it's also teaching you how to really communicate about your product, about your business with other business owners. And I I just think that's a skill that's not being utilized, not even getting into the side of the networking Mm -hmm. and relationships and future business that will come from that. Um, I am such a huge believer in getting involved in civic groups or churches or causes or nonprofits and letting people know who you are and what you do. And that just explodes your business. And and just for me has led to so much success compounded over 20 years of being in a community and volunteering and doing stuff and being on boards and helping start stuff and be involved. And so I never, none of that started as a networking way to grow my business, but that's truly how I've grown every single thing I have. And all my business partnerships have came from that. And so, so you and I, I mean, meeting in person, you were breathing in a bag. I I was crying in my car. I don't even know how many anxiety naps you took that week. (laughs) So many. I'd open QuickBooks and just get narcolepsy. It was great. It was my favorite thing. So there's so many like easy action steps. I feel like people can take locally and getting off the screen and outside of things uh, around internet and marketing and social media and all those mm-hmm. things that stress us out and right and get around your, get around your competition i know that sounds so Ooh, like counter you yes. know productive but get around people who do what you do and and gosh you know it'd be great if you could learn to celebrate their success too no joke. i think that it, it would be wild if you, if you have not been in an environment where people who do exactly what you do are cheering each other on it will change your whole perspective because um it lets you see where you can grow and it helps you realize how much knowledge you have about the areas and ways that you serve by being able to pour into other people. Like, dang, can we not all work together is what I'm saying. Um, you can insert some high school musical. We're all in this together. Just right oh, here. I can play just music. You it's fine. Oh, no, I, was right there. I didn't say I, I want to rap. rap I just want it's fine. I do just not have high school in. musical on the switchboard. Well, you should really think Maybe about it, Chad. It's that. pretty good. But, um, but Hold on. Think. Stop. I'm about to take this a step further. <laughs> okay. I'm about to give everybody a 20-year business hack Ooh, right here. I mean, here you brought go. this out of me. Like, all right. You, you helped this like genius create here. You know, not to pat myself on the back. This is really freaking good. Y'all. Pull over, stop. Somebody the get tre- the pen out. The get your pen. Like, yeah, like type on your phone, get the pen, rec- press record, whatever you got to do here. This is a 20-year hack in business. You mentioned get around your competition. Mm-hmm. Here is what happens when you do that, and here is a 20-year hack to how that's going to be your biggest resource and hack in business. My competitors are now my referral sources. That'll I preach. figured yes. out through being around my competitors, what I wanted to do different, the customers I wanted to serve and how I wanted to niche my business. And guess what? My competitors were not interested Mm -hmm. in the same type of service and customers that I was. So now I refer my competitors, the clients that are a good fit for them and aren't a good fit for me, and they do the same. And so we are in the same industry, the same space, serving completely different niche clients. 
So now my competitors are now my referral sources. I always have an answer for clients. Right. I always connect them with somebody awesome. It's always a win for them, and it's not always me and my business. Right. Well, and do you know the value of telling someone, ooh, that's, I'm not so great at that. Let me get you in the hands of somebody that is. Because that creates a level of transparency and honesty that makes them want to do whatever it takes to be a part of whatever you're doing. Like I've watched bridges, like gaps be bridged by people going, oh, thanks for letting me know that you can't serve me that way. But they'll start looking at your other offers. They'll start seeing other things that they can do because they trust you now because you haven't just tried to take their money and and overserve. Oh, I love that for entrepreneurs when we start doing something and we're like, we'll take any job. I'm like, no, no, I, I don't do that. Sorry, I'm, that's, not, that's not my place. Uh, and that there's so much value in that. So absolutely, make your competition your friends. Just really throw things for a spin, um, and and, uh, and they'll refer you. And it's it's excellent for everybody. And I bet you thought that was the hack. Yeah, that no, was not the not hack. It. That oh, was gosh. the that was Here the lead. I mean, that was kind of the hack, that. but that was just the lead in <laughs> for the really like blow to get up the hack. You're going to need moment. to pay twenty nine ninety nine thirty. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> the hack to all this, or the result, or this is even such a bigger win is not only do you have partners and referral sources, you are now only serving the customer you Mm -hmm. want to serve. I'm not showing up dealing with all the crap I used to that I didn't want to do or that I wasn't really all that great at doing anyway. I no longer look at my calendar and be like, damn, I don't want to deal with that today. I am now serving my clients at a high level in my niche with exactly what I love to do. And so it's a win in so many different ways. And oh, so I 100%. love that, yep. how you've brought this competition piece and getting our competition this conversation. It's It really is like a, a game changer for young entrepreneurs or for entrepre- even in, even experienced entrepreneurs that don't realize right. getting around your competition is, is just a huge asset to your business. And Well, and it motivates action for you too because, Ooh, because yeah. then you see what they're doing and not necessarily that you'd be doing the same things. But you see when somebody else is moving, it, it takes you being static for just a little bit of time around everybody else that's growing and moving and doing before you start going, oh, is there something I should be doing too? I mean, I think there's a difference between being satisfied and content and just giving up on all your goals and giving up on deciding that there's more that you want. Um, and and I think getting around people who are moving and shaking and doing and growing, it's really motivating. It helps it helps you continue growing too. So we're talking about action, like you know that being around people who are active and who are doing will ultimately motivate you. It, I mean, it might discourage you, but if that's the case, you just might need to take a hard look in the mirror and just see where you're at. It's and and if you're not being an employee, I know that's right. Oh, sad. Not for me. I don't want that. <laughs> Here's what I love so much about what you and Corey are doing. Like mm-hmm. y'all are truly living out a dream that I tried to pursue and just wasn't able to make it come to fruition as well as y'all have. Um, back up four years ago when stronger business brand started in the first stronger business summit, and Josh and I started the original version of the podcast of the Entrepreneur Adventure. Um, our goal was that business could be exciting, business mm-hmm. could be fun. It didn't have to be boring, stuffy. It didn't have to be so stressful, yeah. pretentious. You yeah. didn't it, a bunch of old white dudes in suits. Like right. that's not business anymore. Part of the stronger business brand is we wanted to make business fun. It needed. It, it's making money. It's pursuing your passion. It's right. serving clients in ways. It's building products. It's it's everything you want in 
games and life and fulfillment and pursuit and passion and wins and relationships. I'm like, it's fun. It's exciting. Why are we making it? Why is it so stuffy and boring? You and Corey through Business Reboot, y'all have achieved that on such Mm -hmm. a higher level than we were ever able to do because it's everything y'all are doing is so much freaking fun. Um, Your Instagram, y'all's podcast, going to, I've been a part of the got to speak and be a part of the retreats y'all have thrown yeah. and the different things y'all do inside of y'all's community. It is, it, I am like doubled over in laughter half yeah. the time. So y'all do such an amazing job of bringing that fun and excitement to, to business. And it's, I think it's just a huge piece of it of, of yeah. this is fun. This is our life's work. This is being around other people that want to be really good at what they do. And y'all, y'all harness that better than anybody I've ever seen. It's super awesome. Oh, to watch. thanks. That's so good. I mean, you know, when we started this, it was right after COVID started to slow down a little bit. And we started seeing all these entrepreneurs that we had looked at and admired for years closing their doors because they'd built their businesses on the the sand of the internet. And we are the old ladies who've been in business forever, like pre, you know, the Facebook, when you had to have like a college email address to be able to log in. We were the it first so ones to start blogs, then. like 2006, we started blogs. You on were like, a blogger? I, was, I, I, a have, blogger. I do, I have, it's still there, it's hidden. You can't see it, but it still has some SEO. Um, but um, <laughs> but we, we had blogs, we did, I mean, we were inundated in that world when it first started. And um, but because it was so new, we didn't have a choice but to build businesses on foundations that are unshakable. And we watched people build businesses again, like I said, on sand that you could blow over just like vapor. And we were like, why are they closing their doors? They're so incredible. This talent is leaving. And and here's the deal. I do believe that if you shouldn't be an entrepreneur forever, like at some point, I'm going to go get a job for fun at Starbucks and make the news. Remember, we talked about this. I'll come this. see like you every day. I know you will. I'll be so good at this. But um, I have barista dreams. Ooh, I but, have ways um, to connect this. Like Starbucks <laughs> and foundations of sand. Yes, and We're going to come back to this. You keep perfect, going. Perfect. Keep going. Preach. But, but we, we sat down at, uh, on a call one day. And we just said, what? what is happening? And um, we realized that people had just built businesses on things that were trendy and temporary. And when you could no longer make that work because the whole world shut down, the only thing that they were left to do was to close it all down. And it was awful. We watched some of the most incredible creators walk away and, you know, do something completely different. Nothing wrong with that if that's what they wanted, but we saw people not they were forced not wanting to do yeah. that. And so we said, you know, here's the deal. We've been in business so long. We have I I've never opened a business that wasn't profitable. And I've I've done business for years. I've never created something that didn't work out. And that's not like a bragging point. That's a, I'm going it's going to work out or I'll be dead. Like that's how we're going to do. And so um, we said, we just, you don't realize how much you know until you're around people who don't know it. And so we just put our heads together and we said, how can we make people feel excited to run their businesses, but also not sacrifice their whole life to do this? I do not believe that in order to have a really powerful, impactful, thriving business that generates good revenue and pays your bills and all the things that you have to give everything else up. And we spent years giving everything else up. We spent years. 20 years. Yeah, like being pummeled and it never being enough. And it was, it was a, there was a time where I had to sit and have a hard look at my own self because I realized I was chasing my husband's salary. He's in healthcare. That was not going to happen at the time. I don't know what I was thinking. And I'd get so close, but I realized that I would be like bloody kneed and elbowed and by December 31st. And I was like, this, I just, it didn't work. And so um, we were like, what if you built businesses that could, could 
get you to that six, seven figure, whatever your goal is, um, and and also that you really like it. And we realize that it comes down to the foundation. And we also realize that people don't know how to pivot and stay within the, the sphere of what they're currently doing to make it all connect. And so we just connect dots and we watch people love what they do. And when they struggle and it gets hard, we help them ideate and come up with other ways to make money. And, um, and it is the perfect blend of what I do, which is mindset um, work and mindset coaching in business so that you're, you're utilizing every tool that I possibly can give you to hone your mindset and help you push through barriers to run your business successfully in the most confident way. And then we've got Corey's education background where it plays in strategy. So you're, you're, you know, ideating, you're curriculum writing, you're doing all these things from a strategy perspective that are going to give you tools so that you don't hit those walls where you go, I don't know what's next. Because your answer is always, hmm, well, I've got this in my back pocket. Let me try this. And so we blend the mindset and the strategy work. And we're just the, we're just the women that are there to like give you a hand and watch you pull yourself up. And that's really what a good coach should do. No coach, let me just say this as somebody who gets paid to do this for a living, no coach can fix your business. You have to do that for you. They are there to help you. Um, but um, they should empower you to do the work yourself. I love it. And now here's, I, I could not agree more with every bit of that. And the this is so true on building a business on the foundation that stands the test of time. And it comes down to fundamentals. There's financial fundamentals. There's business fundamentals. There's foundational fundamentals. Like, it's not, again, back to nobody being special. It's not a secret. Right. The fundamentals are what they are. It's blocking and tackling in the world of football and sports analogy. If you build your business on fundamentals, it will stand the test of time. If you build it on trends and the internet and Instagram. You'll exhaust yourself. <laughs> it is it's just a never-ending cycle of trying to stay afloat on something that's not there to support you. Mm-hmm. Here's why I think this is so important and why I'm so excited about you working at Starbucks in the future. Yes, I'm changing my name to Rose, and I will be at least 80 when that happens. So I, just prepare. Oh, name change. So it's like Starbucks, Starbucks stage name. Yes, Rose. I thought they were real names. I don't know. Starbucks? I mean, surely. Oh, I'm questioning now. I'm going to ask. I'm asking today. I mean, think about the location that your Starbucks is in. And think, would, would, would the name, I always say, would the name Rose fit in here? Or would I it, like? Would it need to be more like a Sharon? Like I'd plan. I play. I play okay. my. I'm uh, picking so my location. You're like location specific name. I am. Not. I'm. I'm very curious about my Starbucks bar pieces. <laughs> is that the real name? I'm gonna find that out today. You're like Griffin. Is that but you? Here's the deal. You're here's why this foundation. Sorry, we we go off on tangents sometimes. Um, here's why this is so important to business owners, entrepreneurs right now, and everybody out there. I think needs to listen to this. COVID things got really hard. For a lot of businesses and people, people shut down because they mm-hmm. didn't have the right foundation. Things have been really easy the past two years. Mm-hmm. The easiest I have ever seen in business. Being a business owner, making money has for a two-year span has been easy. And that's not for everybody, but in mm-hmm. general, business has been easy. It is getting harder, and I judge by economy and business getting harder by Starbucks. I go to Starbucks twice a day, every day. It, I'm an addict. There's a yeah, whole yeah, thing behind it. it. I don't know. It's a win for me in business. I spend money there. I make more money. It fuels me. It excites <laughs> There's me. There's psychology but here. It's good. But here's the deal. For the last two years, I have consistently waited in line behind eight to ten people no matter when I go, no matter what time, no matter what location. And I'm not waiting in line behind millionaires. So mm-hmm. Most of these people don't have a job, but they're in Lululemons or they're driving Range Rovers. And whether I'm in the drive-thru or going in, 
I am waiting in line for people to pay 10 to $12 per order and get the same thing they can make at home for 75 cents. Mm-hmm. That is changing. In the last month, the lines I wait in at Starbucks has probably been reduced by 80%. Yep. That tells me things are getting harder. Spending is tightening down. Consumers aren't shopping as much. They're not splurging as much. So business is about to, I believe, get harder. Not recession, not go away, but your fundamentals become really freaking important. People are important. on. They've picked up on it. Yeah, your, yeah your, your taking action gets really important. I think over the next six months, your grit, foundational, take action business owners are going to explode and thrive. I think everybody mm-hmm. else is going to find themselves right. in some struggles. Yeah, some I believe that. I feel, I've, Corey and I were talking about this last week, how we both feel hopeful in a way that we haven't in how we've served yet because we know that the programs that we've created that are going to be set to take off in January, that those are going to be the differentiators. And 100%. it's going to be it's going to be the stuff You're that— You're going to have less competition, yeah, too. We will, things are right. going to get harder. And, uh, and I think even, too, knowing the price point that I charge for coaching and knowing how we work with the Reboot— um, you're going to have to diversify offers. you got to figure out a way to get people in the door because you can't sell something at a high price point and just let it be pretty and not meaty anymore. And you could for a little bit because coaching became the thing. There's there's a um, <laughs> there's a, a woman that I follow online, and she switched from one type of coaching to, to that was more of like an emotional support type situation to for business women. And I started laughing. I was like, girl, why you change that? And she said, because I realized business women are the ones that they'll spend money on themselves. And I was like, I would throw a brick through your front door. (laughs) Like it made me so mad. (laughs) Um, But it, but it's because, um, you know, and and there are going to be situations where people will take advantage of your willingness to want growth and you just have to look out for that. But I I do think that um, any investment that you make in your business, any should have a return. And if you, are working with a coach who cannot guarantee your return. And I'm not even talking about just monetary return. Like I want the monetary return for you, but I'm not doing the action. That's you. It's on you. I'm here to help you point you back in the direction. I'm what's here the to transformation right. and what's the guarantee. Right. Those are the two questions. Right. You need to and ask. I can guarantee you that I will make the squirrels at a rave in your brain focus a little more <laughs> and I will let you lead in your most confident self by like giving you the tools that you need for that. But ultimately it's going to come down to you. But when you're spending money, the whole point of it is to make money. So it, the things that we get afraid of, of our cost in business, it's like, baby, just know that you're going to make money off this. Like, that's the whole point. And anybody who's been in business long enough knows it does take money to make money. And if you're willing to take a chance on yourself, which, by the way, is the only irreplaceable part in your business, um, then you're going to get a return. And so now is the time when things are about to get harder for you to figure out you know, get some extra eyeballs on your work, get some extra brains looking over your stuff too, and um, figure out how you're going to make things look different and how it's going to be better. I mean, you can do the same thing, but the lines are going to get shorter. All right. Melissa Pepin, business owner, entrepreneur, business educator, co-founder. It is time for your max out moment on the Stronger Business Podcast This is the opportunity for you to share a tactic, a tip, a takeaway that if they don't remember anything else from this episode, something that's so important you can leave them with. They remember this. 
and I'm just going to put you on the spot and say it needs to be something to do with action that they can go mm-hmm. out and do this weekend or next week or in some way take action in some purpose or way to help grow their life or business and get stronger. What is your Stronger Business Podcast max out moment today? Um, it'll be a quick story with a question. That's how it's going to end is a question. Oh boy. Um, I had a friend of mine who's my coach. Um, she w- does marketing coaching with me and it is, it, I, I need all of the wisdom. She's got all the wisdom. She's incredible. Um, and she came to me and she said, you know what you're doing, how you're coaching, like people need this. And at the time, years ago, I didn't consider myself a coach. She was like, you've been mentoring. You've been doing all these things for a decade. And so why are you too afraid to to put this all call out and serve people in this capacity? And I said, I just, I don't know. And she said, I dare you. I dare you to get online because that's the place that's available to you. I dare you to get online and I dare you to just ask people if it's something that they need. And so I remember it was a March and it was like 5.30 p.m. on a Thursday evening And I got on Instagram and I just turned the camera towards me and I said, okay, so here's the deal. This is what happened. My friend challenged me to this. And here's what I want to do. I want to serve women. This was before the reboot. So it was just for the ladies. But I said, I want to serve women in a way that reminds them that they can be empowered. They can love their business. They can be confident. They can lead well. They can know that they are worth fighting for within the walls of their business and they don't have to to run in a place of intimidation or playing small. And if this is an area that you struggle with in your business, I would love to set up a clarity call with you. And within 45 minutes, I had eight people message what? me. Then I was like, I didn't even know it was a need until I decided I wanted to do it. And I booked my first, I don't know, couple clients at my highest container, which by the way, I didn't even know what that meant. So I just said, made up some stuff. And then my coach was like, I love that you booked that. And now you did it wrong. So can we change it? And um, four months later, I booked $18,000 worth of contracts four months after starting because I had reached out and gotten outside of myself and I stopped asking myself what could go wrong. And here's the question that I want to ask you, and this is where the challenge comes from for Max Out Moment, is what if it all works out? Like, what if it all works out? You will not know until you go and do to see if it's going to work out. So do something this week, do something this weekend, say something to someone and just expect that it's going to work out. Not go do something. We dare you to go do something. Yeah, I dare you. I dare it. It's taking like childhood days. Like I, Mm -hmm. truth or dare here, I dare you to go chase after something or put something out there this weekend about your business or product or thing you want to pursue. I love that. Yeah. Such an awesome and completely different max out moment yeah. than we've ever had in a hundred look at that sixty something episodes of this podcast. That was I love amazing. That. All right, where do people find you? Where do they connect if they want to learn more? Deep breath. There's a lot of places. Okay, so I have a podcast myself. It's called the Business Reboot Podcast. You can find that everywhere you're listening so to you podcasts. Just kick Corey out of that I thing. Do. I no, guess. It's, well, oh, Corey's there, I have and a, she is. I have fun. a podcast myself. Just me, it's called the myself. Business no, Reboot. No, not at all. Oh, the Melissa Peffin Show. <laughs> that's here, right, ladies that's and gentlemen. Right. No, but um, see, Corey, I got your back. <laughs> see, do you yeah. see this, Corey? Look, she's probably the only person going to make it this far to listen to this podcast. She's going to listen to the end. We're talking to you, Corey. That's right. No, but my business partner, Corey, and I, we have the Business Reboot Podcast, and you can find us online at uh, thebusinessreboot.com. You can find us on Instagram at businessreboot. And then you can find me on Instagram at life with Melissa Pepin or my website at melissapepin.com. I love it. Such an awesome episode with you today. Thank you for being here. 
Thank you for everybody listening. This is such an awesome way to go out, and we dare you to do something this weekend to take action. Follow us at strongerbusiness.com. Share this with anybody out there that you think needs to connect with Melissa and Corey or that can benefit from this episode. Okay. Okay. Get it, stand next to me.